0: Fergal and Trevor are coming out to play,
1: you're Trevor, you're Fergal, our friendship never fades,
0: TaylorMade.
1: TaylorMade. Hello and welcome to TaylorMade, you know who I am from the team tune.
0: Yeah yeah you're Fergal and I'm Trevor, so yeah welcome everyone, all the listeners from around the world. So what we doing here then?
1: Well, um, Trevor, it's it's great to finally see you, by the way, in person. Um, oh, yeah. It's, I don't know if many people have seen you, so I feel privileged before we even get started. But, uh, yeah, so w- what we're doing is we're doing a podcast about Iron Maiden and Taylor Swift, and we've craftily come up with the name Taylor Maid.
0: Yeah, that was good, wasn't it? Well, whose idea was that?
1: Well, I think it was kind of a joint idea. Probably more my idea, I reckon. But, um,
0: well, I think it was. Well, yeah, maybe. Well, I think it was a joint effort. 50-50, shall we say? 50-50?
1: 40 yeah.
0: You might know us from other podcasts. Shall I go first?
1: Sure, go ahead, Trevion.
0: I'm the co-host on Wayne's Iron Maiden podcast. I do poetry and commentary. I'm very important, but uh, this isn't Wayne's Iron Maiden podcast. I'm delighted to be working with Fergal. What are you telling about you? Would you say co-host? Yeah. Sometimes I'm nearly equal
1: billion so, yeah uh, okay yeah and I'm, I'm uh, uh, wait, wait,
0: what do you mean what, what are you saying
1: no nothing so, really no I just yeah, yeah. I, I, I co-host I suppose you are a co-host really I suppose in, in some ways depending on how you look at it do
0: you think I should be on more
1: yeah I, I, I think so definitely yeah I've always thought yeah. that I've always maintained that yeah
0: yeah okay good sorry I interrupted uh, what's your podcast then your other podcast not this one
1: yeah, uh, yes. So I do one called Feckin' Metal. I am the the main host, I suppose. Sometimes I do have a co-host on, not really very often, but um, yeah, I've been doing that now since September twenty twenty, and it's a heavy metal podcast mainly. Interview bands. Uh, sometimes I do other types of episodes as well, and I also do an episode very sporadically now called the Feckin' Check In with my friend Toomey, where we um, talk about funny observations, entertainment, culture, and kernels of truth.
0: Okay, well, yeah, well, it's the first episode, so let's hope people are excited by it. I suppose it's a pilot, isn't it? Um, Why is it called a pilot? What does that mean?
1: Well, I think probably because it's um, a flight into the unknown, and then, although that doesn't make any sense because pilots make regular flights all the time, so... um Something to do with flying, anyway, I reckon it's definitely in there. I I would have expected you to know about this type of thing, to be honest, Trevor.
0: Yeah, I probably should have looked it up, shouldn't I? But, uh, yeah, likewise, I'd expect you to know, because you've probably done a few pilots, haven't you? You've done more podcasts than me, although it's not a competition.
1: No, it's definitely not a competition, but if it was a competition, I would have been winning. Um, But anyway, yeah, it certainly is a pilot, and um, maybe both of us could learn a little bit from our lack of research for this episode, which is the first episode. But yeah, this is going to be covering both Taylor Swift and Iron Maiden, and maybe the links between the two, and comparisons between the two, and how our fandom crosses over uh, both artists.
0: Yeah, I think we do need something more snappy, don't we? Like a strap line, they call it. I'm not going to ask why it's called a strapline, because we've already gone over pilot. That's wasted enough time. I suppose most podcasts start like this, don't they? Wondering what a pilot is. But uh, but maybe focus on this one.
1: It's kind of more human, though, isn't it? I mean, like we can't know the answers to everything straight off the bat. (laughs) In fact, why do we say straight off the bat? Probably something to do with baseball. But yes, um, this is how most podcasts start, I suppose, yeah? Uh, We'll find our feet. Don't worry, Trevor.
0: Yeah. All right, anyway, this episode is called The Story of Us. Because it's about us, and I'm not going to say what our names are again, because you've heard enough of that, but yeah, the story of us was a Taylor Swift song, wasn't it?
1: It certainly was.
0: Um, it was on one of her albums called Speak Now, and so what we're going to do is we're going to talk about us, um, but uh, yeah, it is interesting, because we've both got a heavy metal background, so this will cover pop and metal, so do you think we should call it a Petal Podcast?
1: Uh, I suppose better than calling it a mop podcast, so yeah.
0: Yeah, well I suppose. Although that's good it because that suggests it's clean. So are we going to keep the language clean? Because I know you sometimes swear on your (laughs) podcast.
1: I've been known to swear a time or two, but I also have guested on Uncle Steve's podcast. We won't mention him again actually. Um, Yeah,
0: don't mention that name.
1: And i managed to hold back from swearing, I was able to think twice and say words like flip and heck so i think i have that ability if necessary
0: yeah that's good because i know you do all sorts on your podcast i'm a bit limited so i see you drinking there what's that you drinking
1: um, it's actually a, a hell lager from aldi uh, i don't know if you can see it there it's type like of oh. pale german lager
0: that sounds good yeah but well, we don't drink alcohol on wayne's made maiden podcast um so i'm, I'm drinking some pop Um, thought i'd keep it clean you know if it's a mop podcast i've got cream (laughs) soda do you get cream soda in ireland
1: definitely used to yeah there was an irish brand called tk or taylor keith which was very popular back in the 90s but you don't see it around too much anymore actually cream soda
0: yeah used to get different colors never understood it sometimes clear sometimes pink but we're not here to talk about that are we let's talk about taylor swift and iron maiden um, I'm just, I just—I did think about making some notes, but I've forgotten now, all this talk about cream soda. Yeah, we're going to look at the similarities between two bands we love, even though they're different. And it's okay to like different things, and we're here to prove it.
1: Definitely is okay to like different things, and I think maybe fans of heavy metal kind of get the pigeonholed Uh, They pigeonhole themselves sometimes into only liking one particular genre of music. So this is going to open the doors for people to allow themselves to listen to pop and admit that they like maybe Taylor Swift as well as they like Iron Maid.
0: Yeah, that's okay, isn't it? We can do that. I mean, it's a bit like talking about two friends who are different. You know, Maybe they don't know each other from different circles. I suppose you've got different friends.
1: I certainly do, yeah, and we like all sorts of different things and actually none of them like Iron Maiden really except one or two uh, of my good close friends from from the school days like you and Wayne. Um, So, yeah, people can like different things and they can still coexist and they can still be friends.
0: Yeah, well, those different friends might not know each other but Taylor Swift and Iron Maiden do know each other even though you might not think that but we're going to prove it with some clever links things we've noticed.
1: Certainly are and there are quite a few of those links over the years more than you probably would imagine
0: yeah okay well let's should we start with some regular features, Get the listener excited what What should we begin with? We've talked about these in advance what What do you think we should do first
1: okay so um there was an there was a a feature we discussed where you were going to ask me a question, and this was going to be something that would come up in Taylor Swift's lyrics in one of her songs, uh, we picked out a few of them that we might go with so um maybe you can surprise me on each episode with the question, and I'll give you an honest answer from my own past, so the listener gets to know us as well a bit better.
0: Oh, that sounds good. Right, I'll just have a look at the list I've got. Right, here we go. This is from a new album, and Taylor Swift fans will be pleased that we're identifying with a new album. We're not just fans of the classic era. Right, so here's a question. Um, Did you ever have someone kiss you in a crowded room and every single one of your friends was making fun of you?
1: Okay, room... um... I don't know about crowded room. How about a crowded strip, you know, a strip of nightclubs uh, in Hyrsanesis and Crete circa 2004? Would that count?
0: Yeah, I know it well.
1: Yeah, I went there with my friends on what's called a sixth year holiday when you're in Ireland. Uh, sixth year being the final year of secondary school. Oh, yeah. And um, we all thought, okay, maybe this is probably going to be a PC podcast. We all thought we might like, get to meet some nice women. And uh, I hadn't met any nice ladies and we were nearly into the end of our two-week holiday. And um A particular lady kissed me and uh, maybe not the most, uh, (laughs) maybe it's the type of lady I mightn't have wanted to have kissed and uh, this was photographed of course and people did make fun of me down the line for it and at the time as well Um, and this was put up on and a primitive version of uh, the internet back in the day. So, yeah, I kind of did have somebody kiss me in a crowded room and every one of my friends was making fun of me. But, you know, that's that's life, isn't it? It's, it's all a great learning experience.
0: Yeah, I suppose that happens to us all, doesn't it? There you go. That just shows that Taylor Swift's lyrics can relate to us, men of a certain age. Well, you were younger then, of course, but it still relates to our experiences, whether we like it or not.
1: Absolutely, yeah. Um, her lyrics are relevant from songs that were written 20 years after the event that happened. So, um, yeah, um, it's it's quite interesting linking current lyrics from Taylor Swift to things that happened in the past.
0: Well, uh, yeah, that's nice that it speaks to you. Maybe not in the heart, but certainly of things you've experienced. And maybe you can say the same for Iron Maiden.
1: Yeah, maybe so. And I suppose we're going to find a lot more of those links in uh, maybe this episode and future episodes as well
0: great well should we talk about how we got into Taylor Swift because I bet everyone's asking that aren't they they're probably all shouting at the radios or whatever they're listening on not radios is it
1: the Alexa devices or something like that yeah
0: oh yeah that's right
1: Um, yeah sure maybe you could start there and then I'll follow up
0: oh yeah well it was quite nearly 10 years ago I was on a long car journey and I stopped off at the services the Nescliff services on the A5 do you know them
1: I I can't say that I do no sorry.
0: Uh, it's near Shrewsbury. Um, in fact, do you think our global audience will know what services are?
1: I, I know what services are because um, I'd be quite exposed to British culture, but maybe for the international listener, you should explain what services are.
0: Right, or well, is it like a trailer park? Do you know? do well, they are abroad. Like a stop-off on the motorway or the autobahn or the freeway. Yeah. Depends what country you're in.
1: Like a truck stop, kind of.
0: Yeah, and you can have burgers and pies and sweets, well, and petrol. They sell all sorts of things.
1: Yeah, yeah, and they usually have toilets as well, which can be quite handy if you're going on long drives.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Need to stop off for the toilet. Well, luckily for me, and luckily for this podcast, because if this didn't happen, maybe we wouldn't be here. But I stopped off, and I saw some CDs, but it wasn't a very good selection. It was like a supermarket, you know, just the chart stuff Hmm. and compilations. And there wasn't much choice. And I only had £15. Pounds. And some of the CDs were £16 pounds or £17. Pounds. But luckily, Taylor Swift, 1989, was £14. Pounds. So I could buy it and have change for some sweets. So that was lucky.
1: Great. And what sweets did you buy as well?
0: Oh, Maltesers. Uh, every time I listen to that album, I think of teasers, And that's important. association.
1: Certainly is. It's that's very interesting because that's quite similar to my uh, exposure to Taylor Swift. I think I knew the song Shake It Off without knowing who sang it. But um it, I was on a long car journey as well in San Francisco where my sister lives. And this was about 2014, I think when 1989 was out. And the song Blank Space was very popular on the radio at the time and I remember Oh, yeah. Hearing this song in her car regularly because she'd just have the radio on all the time And we'd be driving to, on this particular occasion I think we were driving to San Jose Which was a long drive away So I remember liking the song but simultaneously being terrified on the six lane highway in America Because she'd only just learned to drive at the age of 40 And she wasn't particularly confident and this was the longest and most uh, dangerous drive she'd ever been on So I associate that song with feelings of fear and enjoyment at being in America for the first time But yeah it was also a long car journey Um, It was also the album nineteen. 1989 and that was my first time I kind of realised, well firstly I had to find out who this was, I didn't even know it was Taylor Swift but then at one one point the radio DJ just said hey that was Taylor Swift on her album 1989 and uh, from that point on I kind of liked it but then didn't really listen for several years and there was a whole thing about Taylor Swift not being available on Spotify and then when all her albums became available on Spotify I think the current album at the time was Lover which was around 2019, mm. and I started listening to that one as well. So it kind of was a stoppy, starty kind of fandom with Taylor Swift.
0: Yeah, well, that's good. Both discovered the same album as a first experience, and different emotions, fear, excitement, and chocolate.
1: Exactly, yeah.
0: And it, it was different because I wasn't that into pop, and maybe like you, when you shake it off when I heard it, but I didn't know it was Taylor Swift. But it was nice to have playing with the windows down, You know the wind in my hair I look cool I thought And maybe I don't get that When I listen to Iron Maiden in the car Different emotions
1: Yeah I think I had a skinhead at the time So even though the window was open I didn't have the wind in my hair So um, I didn't have that either But You know I could imagine how that would have felt
0: Oh yeah I recommend it You've probably got more hair than me now though Haven't you
1: Well a small bit Yeah. Although we don't want to reveal too much to the listener
0: No Okay Listeners Whatever Right Okay well, that's a bit about how we got into them. That's that's the story of us, isn't it? That's a nice link to the episode. Maybe now we should look at where we listen to Taylor Swift. So you've mentioned the car on a freeway where you didn't stop at any services. But uh, where do you listen to her now?
1: I like to listen to Taylor Swift when I'm working. I work from home mostly and I'm doing um, some kind of mundane repetitive task because that's the only really time I can focus on my work and music at the same time when I'm doing something mundane and repetitive. And I do have some tasks like that in work where I'd be updating a a database or a spreadsheet or something like that. And I can kind of get into the music and into the work at the same time. And I find that's now really one of the only times at work I can listen to music. And unfortunately, those of opportunities are fewer and further between than they used to be. Uh, I used to do a lot more mundane, repetitive tasks, and now I only have a small few, but that's when I prefer to listen to Taylor Swift. Um, I find that the upbeat nature of the songs can kind of uh, speed me along on my work as well.
0: Oh, that's good, yeah. That's nice. I've never thought of it like that. I suppose she can get you going, can't she, you? when you're doing formula on a spreadsheet Absolutely, yeah,
1: Yeah, and then you start kicking ass with the formula. Oh, sorry, and then you start really killing it with the formula. Um, and like Or formulae, actually, I think is the plural there.
0: Yeah, might be. Well, yeah, sorry, you're probably right. Um, Well, yeah, I think Taylor Swift swore a bit, so maybe we can. As long as we put a sort of warning out. Yeah, well, I've never listened to Taylor Swift at work, but uh, sometimes I listen in the bath. I've got a Bluetooth speaker, Mm. and uh, it's nice because I could sing along to it in the background while I read a comic Or you know, contemplate what I'm doing in my life
1: Yeah, or have some Maltesers
0: Yeah, well, not, not too many in the bath If you drop them out and then the water goes brown People might speculate what you've been doing And I've only been listening to Taylor Swift
1: Yeah, they might speculate the kind of reaction that Taylor Swift brings upon you While in the bath
0: Well, no Yeah, sometimes I like listening to it in the street as well on uh, my headphones and looking at young ladies yeah uh, I, I mean like looking at them through the the person in the song and, and wondering how they feel about these lyrics maybe they've lived through the experience that taylor swift's lived do you think we should call it taylor swift by a full name or some people call her tay tay i've noticed
1: yeah i don't know I'd, I'd be more comfortable just saying taylor swift the entire time yeah i know this came up on wayne's podcast um and it was certain names are called their full name and certain names are called i I don't want to be so overly familiar with her that i call her taylor but at the same time with iron maiden i'll say steve but you know i don't think consistency is relevant here it's what you're comfortable with i'm comfortable saying taylor swift every time i don't know about you
0: yeah well yeah i'm the same i don't like saying harry for steve harris who's in iron maiden if you're listening to this as a taylor swift fan I thought it'd be good to point that out for you, but yeah, I don't know, Swifties, the fans are called. Cool. Yeah. Or or, st- or stands. What what's a stand? I've seen that written down. What what's what's that mean?
1: I've only learned about this recently in the last couple of years, actually. So it's obviously it's or it's not obviously sorry. It, it originates from the Eminem song "Stan," where the character Stan in the song was the huge fan of Eminem. Used to write him letters, and then. I think in the last few years, obsessive fans have become known as stands, and it's kind of a derogatory term or a put-down, but it also expresses the level of fandom that person has for the artist. It's like almost like they're such a fan you don't want to mess with them.
0: Well, I've never heard of an Iron Maiden, stand. Is it, is it just pop?
1: I think it tends to be more uh, used for things that are prominent in pop culture, like unlike Iron Maiden, I'd say.
0: Mm. I had a neighbour called Stan once, but I didn't think it was named after him. He had a white vest, and he smoked Park Drive cigarettes. Do you know them? Do you get them in Ireland?
1: Park Drive?
0: Yeah. I don't get them here anymore.
1: Was he a Park Drive Stan?
0: Oh, maybe. He had a car in his back garden as well. I don't know how he got there. There's no drive or gate. (laughs) Magic. Yeah, good old Stan. But uh, I don't think he knows Taylor Swift.
1: Most likely he doesn't.
0: Right, well, as people know, this is about Taylor Swift and Iron Maiden. So let's talk about why they stand out in their genres. Why have we chosen them to focus on? Why do we like them so much when there's other pop music or metal music?
1: Uh, For me, I think it's that, obviously both of them are two of the most prominent acts in their particular genre, but maybe there's a bit more depth to them than the ones that are a bit more popular. For example, I would say Metallica are maybe the most famous heavy metal band, but I could spend more time poring over Iron Maiden lyrics and reading about them and listening to a podcast about them and also listening to them than I could with Metallica and Taylor Swift is similar. Um, other pop artists that are out there are maybe a bit more hollow I would feel and they don't have as much depth, they're a bit more uh, fly by night, they ha- they don't have the length of career that Taylor Swift has had either and that's another thing that links mm. the two as well.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. I think that's right. I mean, people might say it's an odd pairing, but we'll come to why we've paired them together, apart from liking them in in future episodes. But uh, yeah, I think they do stand out. And I think Taylor Swift changes, a bit like how Madonna changed, or well, maybe not Madonna, but Madonna's lasted as well. And I think you have to adapt because certainly in pop, when you get old, people can overlook you. And I Maiden, they seem to have got better with age. And maybe Taylor Swift has, more mature in the songwriting.
1: Yeah, I think that's... That's a good point
0: I think well again we'll, we'll look at their similarities later but her albums are often called Eras and mm. we've had plenty of Iron Maiden Eras and yeah both have had a bit of a backlash as well and they've overcome it so I, I can be inspired by both artists
1: same here yeah and the Eras thing is a very good point Iron Maiden have had at least four distinct eras I'd say maybe Taylor Swift has had three or maybe four now
0: as well nah more than that come on
1: Oh, yeah, sorry I meant that. Yeah, probably six or so, yeah.
0: It's probably one for each, each album. Maybe a couple where they overlapped a bit with, with the pandemic. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Well, I haven't written it down. I could do a spreadsheet about it. Yeah, Maybe you could and listen to it at the same time, as soon as you like it so much.
1: Yeah, that sounds like a great way to spend my time, yeah.
0: So when you heard Taylor Swift in America, di- didn't you like any pop? You just called it Fly By Night, some of it. So so was there any other pop artists you like?
1: There was a bit of stuff that stood out to me in the 2010s, I'd say. uh, Maybe some Katy Perry, although that could be the decade before. Um... A bit of rihanna there were certain things mainly female artists actually who i remember from that time and i would have been watching the x factor a lot around around that time as well so i'd be exposed to the likes of adele adele and whoever uh. else was popular then so yeah i do remember pop artists from that time probably more so than any other period since the 90s early 2010s was probably when i was most exposed but then i got sick of the x factor because i just became tiresome and repetitive and um uh. i kind of fell out of listening to pop music at all but then That changed a bit when I got into Taylor Swift.
0: Yeah, well, Katy Perry's a good example because I think she's almost a precursor to Taylor Swift, how she changed her style. And I was quite into her for a bit, her music, I mean. Um, I really liked the artwork on her album. You know, It was her own world, wasn't it? Like candy floss and lollipops. I I wanted to live there. I even dreamt once. I opened a Katy Perry-themed nightclub and uh, I was quite sad to wake up. So yeah, shame, shame it wasn't real, but maybe that idea could be taken on, but she's probably not as popular these days.
1: No, she doesn't seem to have done much uh, recently. Um, She kind of fell off the radar a bit, I think, didn't she?
0: Yeah, well, there was a feud with Taylor, of course, I mean, Taylor Swift, of course, um, which I'm sure you know about.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: So yeah, maybe we'll look at that in a future episode.
1: That was a big one, yeah.
0: But yeah, I'm not keen on pop. I like French pop from the 60s, as you'll know if you follow the podcast, Wayne's Iron Maiden podcast. Um, But yeah, I was jealous of boy bands, never liked them. They could wear a vest and look good, (laughs) not like me.
1: Ah, no, Trevor, don't put yourself down. I'm sure in your day you look great in a a vest.
0: Shall I wear one next week?
1: If you like, I mean, you do you. Wayne's not here now, you can do whatever you want.
0: Oh, brilliant. Yeah, it's interesting though, isn't it? you know, we're both known for heavy metal on our podcasts, but uh you you particularly. So how do people react when you tell them? You like Taylor Swift?
1: I think some people think I'm uh just doing it for a reaction maybe sometimes, or else some people are taking it back themselves. They react strongly to it. Um But then, really, like I've dabbled in rap music uh, for several years as well. Uh, Heavy metal is one aspect of my personality, but I'm a big fan of 90s pop music. I have a great fondness for that, and I still listen to it to this day. Um, So it's not like I don't listen to anything else. I like other genres of music too. I go deep into heavy metal because I find it the most interesting, and the people are my people. But at the same time, like I, I use this analogy sometimes. I like Guinness and cheese and fudge, but I don't want them all in the same mouthful. They, appear to, they appeal to different areas of my palate. Oh, well, fair
0: enough. Hang on, what, what 90s pop? never mentioned that before.
1: All sorts of stuff. Uh, Scatman John, uh, Ace of Bass, um, oh, yeah. Obviously, Oasis and Blur. There was that whole thing. Uh, a bit of Venga Boys, even. I don't care. Anything that was in the charts. Um, Aqua. All of the big hitters of the 1990s, I have a great fondness for, like you said about remembering Taylor Swift, bringing you back to the car journey, eating Maltesers. I have all sorts of associations with those songs and they can take me back to a particular point in time. And I like listening to it for those kind of nostalgic reasons, really.
0: I think they're, even though they're perhaps quite laughable acts to some people, pop purists or otherwise, I think they're quite important because Scandy Pop, as some of those acts were, that's quite popular nowadays. You know, I like the Eurovision Song Contest. I often get laughed at for that in the street, but you know, that's life. I like it. So, what are you going to do? Um, but yeah, those those sounds are still relevant today. And uh, I, I don't think I like the term "guilty pleasures." I don't think we should be ashamed of it. What do you think?
1: No, I don't think so either. I don't associate pleasure with guilt. Um, it's either pleasure or it's guilt. I don't think the two go together and why would you feel guilty about liking a particular set of sounds or noises that make you feel happy I don't understand it at all I think it's more some people it's an embarrassing pleasure because they're embarrassed that they like it and they don't want to admit it and I use the word guilty but it's not really the correct term I don't think
0: oh yeah great should we do another feature now sure so we've talked about the links between the two artists but let's hear how they sound together so yeah so if you both had 1989 as the first album the first song we might have heard was Welcome to New York and here is that song but with wasted years underneath it From the coast to gold across the seven seas
1: I'm traveling on But now it seems, I'm just a stranger to myself, and all the things
0: I sometimes do, it isn't me but someone else. cream soda now so probably time to wind down the pilot episode it's been fun hasn't it
1: yeah i've had a great time actually and it's been a breath of fresh air talking about taylor swift as well as iron maiden of course but something different it's always good
0: i was asking the listeners but yeah i'm glad you enjoyed it too
1: <laughs> sorry Trevor.
0: so yeah next week then what, what we got
1: uh, well, we're going to be doing the comparison of the career progressions of both Iron Maiden and Taylor Swift. So if you look at the progression and the types of albums that they did, there were a lot of similarities in the different eras and the different respective periods of their career. So we're going to be examining that in greater detail in episode two of Taylor Made.
0: Great. And then we'll we'll have a future episode just looking at the songs Wildest Dreams, because big fans will know that both acts have had a song called that. So there's another link. So there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, you're excited, won't you excited will not it? The listener, not you. Oh, sorry. Great. All right, so how do we say goodbye on this podcast? Uh,
1: well, I normally say, I've been your host, Fergal Trainer, and I'll see you next time.
0: Yeah, that's all right. And I just say, well, even though you say I'm not a co-host, I still say goodbye. I normally say goodbye to Wayne on the phone call. So I suppose it's similar to on this Zoom call. Um, so, yeah, goodbye to you and the listeners, and I hope you listen next time. For episode two of TaylorMade, Made. Bye. Goodbye. Our, Our friendship never fades, fades Taylor, Taylor Made. made.